Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Jesus cleanses 10 lepers. And remember again that Luke is writing an orderly account of the events of Jesus' ministry so that Theophilus can be convinced that the things he's heard about Jesus are reliable. And this section doesn't disappoint. It's very orderly and it's right in line with things we've just heard on purpose. Let's dive in. Verse 11. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee, and as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So you probably are aware of what leprosy is. It's a skin disease, and the ceremonial laws at the time required them to be kept separate from everybody else, a very contagious disease, eventually a deadly disease that attacked their nervous system. They're in a very desperate condition, and they have heard of Jesus, evidently. They call him master, hoping that he will heal them. Well, what they hope for comes true. Verse 14, when he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Now, I think this is remarkable because just in yesterday's text, you remember, if you listen to the devotion, that the disciples asked Jesus to increase their faith. And in short, his answer to how to increase their faith was to just go obey what I command and do it with the heart of an unworthy servant. It's interesting that these lepers in today's Today's texts aren't cleansed until they obey what Jesus tells them to do. He says, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, in other words, as they obeyed what he just told them to do, they were cleansed. This reminds me of when the Israelites were bringing the Ark of the Covenant across the Jordan River and God commanded them to go down in the river and he wouldn't make a way for them until they got their feet wet. In other words, until they trusted his command to the point where it seemed like he wasn't going to come through for them, it required them to obey and to trust to a certain degree and then he parted the waters and they walked across on dry land. Verse 15, then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now, he was a Samaritan. This is not by accident that God has Luke include this detail, because the Samaritans were despised by the Jewish people. Samaritans were actually Jewish in their ancestry, but they had kind of co-mingled and assimilated with the Gentile people around them, the non-Jews around them. They had some semblance of a Jewish faith, although it was a little bit different and it was commingled with some pagan ideas. But in the same way that Jesus uses a Samaritan in the parable of the Good Samaritan, which we've also covered in the Daily Dose, the Lord is highlighting, in fact, you could imagine that the Lord stirred in this Samaritan's heart to turn around and thank Jesus so that this point could be made. That it was one of the unclean ones, one of the Samaritans, one of the ones that you Pharisees, teachers of the law, scribes, despise, who actually actually got it right, turned around and thanked Jesus for the miracle that he had received, the cleansing that he had just benefited from. Now in verse 17, we're going to see Jesus say something that you might not expect. It's kind of a hard response. Doesn't fit with the soft, cuddly, warm, fuzzy Jesus that sometimes is promoted in quote-unquote Christian circles. Here's what he said. We're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? So Jesus is just highlighting that ten guys were cleansed from leprosy. 
Pharisee, and only one of them, this Samaritan, this foreigner, this quote-unquote unclean guy that the Jewish people despise. They probably think Jesus shouldn't even be spending his time with this guy. He's the one who turns around and gives thanks. Now, I gotta believe that there's somehow an interaction in God's mind as he has Luke record this in this order. Back to yesterday's text in verse 9, where Jesus is teaching the disciples what it means to be an unworthy servant, to serve the Lord obediently as someone who is unworthy. He's using the illustration of a servant and his master, and he says, does the master thank the servant because he did what he was commanded? Hypothetic question, and the answer is no. The servant's just doing his job. The master didn't thank him because that's not how it goes in the way of the world. The master doesn't thank the servant. However, when the roles are flipped, when the servant receives a miraculous healing from the master, you remember they called Jesus master up here? Right on the heels of yesterday's text that uses the same word. When the roles are flipped, it should be expected that the recipients of this miracle would respond by thanking the master who healed them. But that's not what happened. Only one of the ten responded. Verse 19, and Jesus said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Wait a minute here. I thought he already was well. I thought he already was healed. Well, of course, Jesus is referring to a different kind of healing. The first time he was healed of his physical ailment, leprosy. The second time, because he responded to God's general grace by faith in Christ, he received God's specific grace, which is spiritual wellness, spiritual cleansing. It's the one out of 10 lepers response, the Samaritan's response that displays enough faith in Jesus that he is saved spiritually. There are a lot of takeaways from this, more than we have time for. One is just because somebody calls Jesus master, just because somebody believes that Jesus can heal leprosy or do a miraculous work in their life, does not mean necessarily that they have saving faith in Jesus. Now that'll preach, friends. Our churches, our country is full of people who call themselves Christians, who in doing so merely think of Jesus as a master or as a miracle worker, but who have not yet put their faith and trust in him. And if that's the case, they're not clothed in his righteousness. They're not forgiven of their sin. They're not sons and daughters of God. They don't have a place in heaven prepared for them. Those things are only reserved for those who put their faith in Christ. One last thing I'll leave you to think about. Tony Evans preached a sermon a long time ago that I remember being impacted by where he used this text and he suggested, might it be that of all the people who experience the general grace of God, which by the way, every human being experiences the general grace of God. Their lungs breathe air. They have food and water. They get to live another day. This is all by the general grace of God. But of all the people who experience the general grace of God, I wonder if this is a little bit of an indicator of what percentage of those people actually respond by faith in Christ and are truly saved. One out of 10? I don't know. Sadly, I do believe it's a very low percentage. And the reason we've got this Daily Dose podcast in part is so that believers in Christ can become emboldened in their faith and equipped to go have impact on the world so that more and more people who have received God's general grace will understand the gospel and come to faith in Christ, receiving his specific grace that is being saved. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are
we're bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.